Blog Talk Radio. To free on the inside. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you listen to some smooth sounds from Free on the Inside. We would like to welcome you once again to our weekly internet broadcast, and we pray things have been going well with you. For this is the day that the Lord had made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You know, as we go through life, we have to realize that God is in control. God is in charge. This is a Christian radio station, but as this, as it stated earlier, being free on the inside, having the freedom to do the thing that God put us. Yes, I believe in God, and I, I, I honor God in everything I do. But sometimes I just want to be a writer. Will God please honor my writing? Will He bless my writing? I want to be a musician. Will God honor me being a musician? If I'm not just playing in the choir at church, can I make a living and livelihood? Can I still praise God at the gifts and the at the gifts and the talents that He has given me from very birth? Now, yes, 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 you can. Because all gifts that come from above, all good gifts that are pleasant, that are or useful, that are beneficial, they all come from our Heavenly Father. And so I encourage you to keep doing what you do for the Lord. Nothing else matters unless Jesus is in the midst of it and his Father God. As we uh, go on with the program today, we'd just like to thank you for tuning in to another great episode of Free on the Inside. This, I call it number is 310-982-4126. You too can call in on that number. The call it number again is 310 310- Nine You two can call in and voice your opinion regarding this show. We'd have some great guests and we have great topics, so we pray that you enjoy all the programs that have been presented for the last few years. Oh, man, they've been awesome. We've had very gifted men and women on the program, so we pray that you're able to maybe go back over it and get a review of the uh, lesson or just say go to our archives and just kind of play the show all over again and say, wow, this I didn't hear that the first time, so let me uh, let me chime in on that. And, um, again, uh, you're listening to Free on the Inside. They call their numbers 310-982-4126. They call their numbers 310-982-4126. 
calling numbers is uh, 310-982-4126. You too can call in and voice your opinion. And as we get ready to go on with this program, I'd like to just make mention of my co-host, Brother Richard Daniel. He'll be calling in and chiming in shortly if he's available. But you all will welcome to call in. The phone line is lighting up, and I see you on there, and it just makes me smile. Thank you, Ms. Vera, for being a faithful listener. Thank you. Thank you for all y'all that, that continue to call in and continue to voice your opinion. You know, you can uh, go to our Facebook page, uh, Free on the Inside uh, Facebook page, and get some information regarding what we're doing. Let's look at some pictures. I have a posting on there of a picture we took last week. Me and a couple of brothers was over at the Henry Wade Juvenile Justice Center, and uh, they're trying to implement some things along with the surrounding communities. Now, this is a community effort. There's no one person. I like to think of it being spiritual. It said, for one plants, one waters, but God gets the increase. Unless God is in the midst of it, everything else will fail. But uh, over at the Juvenile Center, we have a, a group of men and women that are committed to the well-being of our young men and women, Christian men and women, various churches and and different culture and agenda and 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 so uh, uh, I'm saying different agenda because someone wants to teach life skills, someone wants to get you involved in in a, a job training, someone wants to uh, help you go to college. It's different agendas, but yet they re- they strive for the same goal to uh, allow our young men and women in this generation to be successful, so they can compel and and drive the next generation to be cons- be successful. I like to just think about it as my own life and the people that I know that I didn't get here by myself. If someone encouraged me to be strong in the Lord, if someone encouraged me to never give up on God, and God would never give up on me. And so now, as since I've been saved and sanctified and, and have clarity of thought, I put it like that, now I'm compelled at that, uh, you know, to challenge other people to be strong. You know, in the Bible, Jesus asked Peter after a great day of ministry. They were sitting around, and I imagine that they were eating some fish because that was the, one of the basic diets back then, and because uh, they were fishermen, and they did most of the ministry around the Sea of Galilee and, and the surrounding lakes. And then they was eating, and uh, Jesus asked Peter. He said, wait a minute. Jesus told Peter, let me put it this way. He asked Peter a few other things also, but in this setting, he asked Peter. He said, who the man said that I am? And Peter made it plain and clear that you, the Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Have anybody asked you your cause of your faith and your relationship? And then not only that, but what you want to do after you realize your call and your relationship with God. And Jesus told his disciples that go ye down forth and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and I will be with you always. Don't you know we're not in this alone? You know you hear my voice. Each and every week, if you have an opportunity, whenever you uh, can. But I'm not alone. I'm in this studio, surrounded by a lot of equipment here, and I'm, you know, uh, I'm reading the uh, the messages that's being sent over to me. But I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I have a host of men and women that have the same compassion that I have to help change a life. And Jesus told Peter, said Peter, when you are restored. You to strengthen your brother. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's what we're about. That's what we're about. And I'm going to uh, bring Brother Daniel here just uh, uh, right now, and he's going to make a, uh, a few comments on things. Again, the call-in number is 310-982-4126. Next voice you're here will be Brother Daniel. Good morning, Brother Daniel. You're on the net. Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for calling in once again. You know, you got co-host, but I know things are, are, are comes up and it's a busy time. So thank you, thank you, thank you for continually to call in. And the phone line is lighting up here, and other people calling in, and they just said they want to just listen to the program. So we thank God for listening here. And we're not just on here to chat make it a difference. Uh, prior to you coming on, I don't know if you heard just now, I was telling them about after I went over to the juvenile department last weekend, or last week, rather, and they was trying to uh, put together a coalition of faithful men and women and churches and community leaders, we'll say civic leaders, to try to make a difference in the lives of the communities with the targets zip codes that they had already uh, pinpointed that needs trouble to try to get men and women involved in the life of our young people. And I thought that was very positive. And it's a good start, along with other people. Now, we know that it's a lot of uh, other people, a lot of other organizations doing the same thing. But we pray that something through 
all our efforts makes a difference in the lives of those of our young people. Well, I got a lot of uh, things I could say about that, Reverend Lewis. Uh, uh, I got a lot of comments, and I know sometimes my comments are kind of, kind of harsh, and sometimes my uh, my view of life may be may be kind of hard because you know I've been um uh, I've been around a lot of youngsters. A lot of them, they try to say that maybe you're too hard on us, and you you need to try to soften us. We're on a new generation. We're a new generation of people, you know. I, I remember a couple of weeks ago I was uh, looking at the Facebook page, and I saw how those uh, people were talking about how um, down there on Martin Luther King and <laughs> Malcolm X said car wash down there. And there was a lot of comments from a lot of young people that saying that basically we need a place where we can have fun on on weekdays, you know. Uh, they call that being, having a lot of fun cruising up and down the street like that, Reverend Lewis. You know, in a lot of most cities, they do do that. And uh, basically they're trying to stay with, with other people, other, uh, Cities and popularity and having fun, but at the same time, your fun may not be another person's version of having fun. And so, what you're doing conflicts with another person's lifestyle and it creates habit in the moment when everybody's trying to get along together. Everybody's trying to get along together and live in harmony with each other. So in a couple of weeks, I've been seeing that, you know, they, they've been complaining about y'all old and you thinking too old and we need somewhere to have fun. And so in a couple more weeks, you saw all that violence and that shooting and a couple of people had to get killed in order for the city of Dallas to wake up and see what's happening in our city. That's a serious problem somewhere, Reverend Lewis with our youth and our youth basically I would say that they are rebelling against the norm they're rebelling against the rules and if you look at the Bible you say we do everything with biblical prophets you know what I'm saying you look at Go ahead, brother how you look at how in, in, in Moses' days, uh, they were told him that you got these laws that God gave us, but the laws are too hard. They're too hard. We can't live by them. We can't live by them. And basically, I just say that there's nothing new up under the sun, Reverend Lewis. Everything what happened a long time ago basically seemed like it's going all back over again. It's happening all over again. Our youth are—they basically—they—they're rebelling. They're rebelling against all principles of you know. And we we set up we that God wrote and and mankind was trying to try to uh, they tried to uphill. And so it's going to get worse if you believe that Jesus said all these things was happening. Earthquakes, you know, there was an earthquake last night again, Reverend Lewis. That was a seven-point earthquake out in the Mojave Desert. It's a little bit farther off from the other one. But mostly these things are happening today. And if you know, if you believe that just us getting together seems to be a one way of solving this problem, but basically... I believe that needs to, we need to basically have one come back to God thing that happened in, in not only in dollars, but it has to be all over, all over the country. We're going to have to ask God 
to forgive us of what we're doing or what's doing or what's going on in our country, in our city. And basically, we're going to have to ask God to pour out his mercy on us. Because our, no, that is so true. I think, be, you know, that is so true. I think by what the prophet said is, uh, uh, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and humble themselves and turn their face to God, I'll forgive them and cover their land. You know, that's, that's what we say. It's a humbleness. It's a forgiveness. It's a coming back to God. And we have to start first things first and bringing God to the forefront. You know, God has been involved in a lot of our life, but a lot of times we figure we'll put God on the back burner until the time is right. you got to keep God front and center in everything you do. You said some great things there, Brother Daniel. Uh, you know, and we talk about our young people seem to be have lost hope and seem to want to do things of their own because they grew up, we had a generation that grew up without their parents because of uh, uh, conditions of the world. A lot of the parents have just lost connection with their parents because of the drugs and because of, uh, of finances. Well, and a lot of kids, they raised themselves. They raised themselves up. So he said, hey, how can you intervene in my life when I never had nobody? I never had no gut pig. I never had uh, someone that even cared about me. And so that's something that we have to turn around as a, as a race and as a group of people to let our young people know that they are valuable, that they are precious in the sight of God and man. A lot of times our young people don't see themselves tomorrow. They're living from day to day. That's why they don't think very much of of shooting someone, they very much of beating up someone because they, and to them, they actually uh, don't see themselves tomorrow. They never think about the aftermath. Uh, if I mm. shoot, if I shoot this person, what tomorrow gonna uh, hold for me? They don't even think about that. They say, "Well, I didn't think about it." Well, what I didn't basically figure out I don't you know, have nothing to live for anyway. Yeah, yeah, so we you know, have to, like, change they man and, our, and, and adults man to say, hey, we need to start thinking through situations. If I walk out on my job, how am I going to support myself and my family? If I don't pay a car note, how am I going to continue to have suitable transportation? What is the result of me making the choices I make? It comes down to making choices. Even Jesus said, uh, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, you have choices to make. And the Bible says, you know, you have choices to make. Joshua said, I lay before you life or death. The choice is yours. You know, we have choices. And we need to let our young people and old people and all people know that we have choices. Even the country in which we live, we come up on an election. We have a choice, brother. You know, we can say things going to always be the same. But if, we don't, if we're not actually involved in making the difference in our life, Community life and the life of the nation. We're gonna live. We're gonna have to live with the choices that we refuse to make. Mm. You know. You know that brother. And you said. And and when you look at it, somebody told me a long time ago, and and basically, uh, somebody told me last week. He said that. The, the age of us having rallies and meetings and 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 everybody gathering together seems like that's that's uh it's kind of like a thing in the past, Reverend Lewis. I mean, it, everything happens in its own era. Um, things that Dr. King did without marching and rebellion, you know, and that that was for that time period. There has to be a new way of doing things in order for us to get results. You know, and I don't, I don't know what, what it, what it is because, uh, you know, his his way of doing things was like the nonviolence approach. You know what I'm saying? And nonviolence has its, it has its way because most people figure that, that you're not gonna fight back. I'm gonna keep on hitting you in the head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are, 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 they're not afraid of uh, too much of anything nowadays, Reverend Lewis. You know, if you take away, now, now I'll tell you the big thing, what happened. What, what Dr. King did, most of the time he made he, those marches and those things he did with uh, rebelling against the trash people. Uh, you take away money out of people's pockets, uh, basically say the white people, what he was really talking about. When you take money out of their pocket, when you stop buying their food, 
when you stop going to the grocery stores, when you stop buying these these uh, stuff that they advertise on the TV sets, when basically when you stop using and start making them lose stuff, you know, money, then they'll sit up and start watching. And they'll start saying, what's up? If you stop buying these records albums that they put out every day, every year, all this this this, this rap music, basically, the, the, these youngsters are working for a, 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 a person that basically is making all the money and paying them peanuts. And at the same time, they think they're living large, but they're really getting used. So if you stop buying this trashy music that they're selling, you stop listening to all this trashy movies that they're putting out, maybe they will get some results. Hey, brother, hey, that's a great, that's a, that sounds good. That's a big agenda, though, brother. That's a big agenda. But where are you going to start at at the, gra- at the grassroots level? And I know all that's good, and that's a, and, and it's worthwhile. It, it's effective. But you got to start at the hearing now. You know, because uh, one thing you got to change the people's mindset. I see what you're saying. People ain't going to just stop buying stuff. They gonna, You're going to give them a reason why not to buy. You got to let them know that it's something better than this. Say, hey, let's don't buy. But what are you going to do in the middle of those lyrics? You're going to have to change the minds of people about li- the type of lyrics they're using, about uh, about finances, what, uh, uh, about, you know, uh, there's, there's a way to manage your money without uh, going to the extreme or trying to get more money. Because more money causes more problems and have more challenges. You know, uh, there's a balancing act in all this here. Uh, you know, the thing that you said earlier, they they they, was, they worked in, and Dally, they're going to work again and provide that you got some committed people. Right now, people are not committed. People are not committed. We get together, like I said, we get together, we put together a program, but ain't nobody committed to follow through on something. Nobody committed. Everybody loves to be photoshopped, you know. <laughs> you know, we take a picture of doing this and this and this, but what are you actually doing at the grassroots level? Are you willing to invest your life and your time in changing something? Mm. You see what well, I'm saying? I, I would say I, I would say that uh you know, now I'm all, I'm I'm getting a little deep in my thinking, Reverend Lewis. I'm going a little deep with it. Uh also, the scriptures also said in the last day of time, we're going to have to take a mark. And if they offer this mark, and if you take this mark, you're going to be doomed. And so now, I look at some people right now, they can't go, they can't go a day without eating. And most of this stuff that we put inside our bodies Reverend Lewis, most of this food that we put inside our bodies are contaminated. It's got congenitals in it, all kind of carcinogens in it. From just like yesterday, everybody eating barbecue meat, barbecue food. You know why are they doing it? Because everybody's doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a national pastime barbecuing on the Fourth of July. And at the same time, you eating that eating that, that that food source, you putting that stuff inside your body, and it's and it's hurting you, and they go on every year. But when you were to tell somebody the damage you're doing to yourself, oh, we gotta live, we gonna die from something, you know, you got to wake up and and realize if you can't go one day without eating something. Just imagine if your food sources were to uh, uh, dry up, if they were to close the food, the, the grocery stores up, how would you live? You said you got a garden over there with you teaching those youngsters how to how to grow stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm going over there today to check out the garden and not only grow it, but how to use it in a daily routine. And even a lot of our young people, they want to be athletes and they want to be performers. But I said, tell them that their nutrition and nutrition. What don't you know? Don't you know that was the body to do the things you need to do. Don't you know that was the first uh, trade that black people had was farming and growing their own food. First, we grew food for the white folks. They didn't know how to grow the food right. They didn't know how to grow food at first when they first came to America. They had to ask the Indians how to grow food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And so once we started growing in food sources and group forces, they got lazy. And they started letting us do it, and they started making money. This thing about restorations, reparations, without them giving us 50 acres and a mule, you know, that's a lot of land and a lot of money also. But if we were to get that land, what you going to do with it? Are you going to get that money? What you going to do with it? That's what I was talking about earlier with our young people, talking about being empowered rather than, you know, if I was saying, because we need to know what to do, uh, how to to go about being skillful and talented and being entrepreneur. We're very creative. Our young people that are out there hustling, man, imagine if they took that hustling and turned it into a worthwhile and a beneficial occupation. Yes, I know how to sell stuff. What if I could just start selling things and open up a little old shop and I could sell T-shirts and and shirts and jeans or whatever it may be, jewelry, whatever it may be. Yes, I know how to uh, uh, fix stuff. What if I just started a, a shop? But you have to have the, the financial skills and capability and the support. You know, a lot of times, man, if you, if you drive to Dallas, any place in Dallas, I'm pretty sure around the country, that we have lost our entrepreneur skills and talents. You know what I'm saying? Well, we want we all love car. We love our car, but if we want to go uh, get our tires repaired or get some uh, get something done to our car, we, a lot of times we take it to someone else that don't look like us. And we're mm-hmm. there on every corner. It's a place here in town. I'm not gonna say the name of it, but it's a, it's a service center on every corner of the, of this in this area. It's one on and they got a red light there on each side of that red light. They got a, a service center, and it's I call it Four Square. I said these people could put uh, the same business in the same location and still be productive and, and, and still be content. Why can't we do something like that? Well, what what if I, if what, I get somebody what put, people, if I have a shop and somebody put next to me, I get mad. Oh man, you trying to get my customers? No, you're not. What what, you what get people seen doing that? Yeah. We know who's doing what, that. What race of people you see doing yeah. that? Yeah, we we know who's they, doing that. Our people, we can't get along with each other enough. Yeah. even going to church around each other, yeah. arguing, that, right? that, you know? That's why I said. That's why I said we need with a community effort, brother. That's why I said with our young people. Some first thing people start saying, "Well, we can't do this and we can't do that," and because people are not committed. You know, even though they said, "Well, this here ain't gonna work out," everybody, you know, if you're being committed, man, I learned a long time ago. If you be committed to something, man, even if ain't nobody else is doing it, if you've been faithful to it, God will bless you, man. Nothing here bless you with satisfaction. You may be the only one doing it for ten years, but you'll be satisfied and content, and God will meet your need. Everybody wants to be in the flow of something. I want to be in that flow. But what if that flow seemed to dry up? What if that, that river that was flowing seemed to uh, decrease somewhat? Are you willing to get out of it because it's shallow? When I first got in, it was waist deep, and it kept going up, and it's going to be a flood, and now all of a sudden it's at my ankles, and I'm going to get out of this here because it just ain't flowing enough for me. Now, I, I challenge you to stay in the race. Mm. Mm. You know, because yeah, of, that's what we have to do, man. We have to try. We can't, can't let our young people go to society. All these, all these ideas are good. But for, I, I, personally, I think that it comes back to showing our young people that how bad they are, showing our young people that they are worthy, showing our young people that, that they they skills and they talents are designed. Yeah. And basically, and also I look at it, that too, that you know, if a person can, can sell drugs, and man, some of them know how to weigh it up, uh, Reverend Lewis, they know how to build it up, they know how to, they know about chemistry. You know, if you can do all that and make a profit out of it, just think if you put your mindset to doing something else constructive, you know, yeah, and we have to let them know that they can be. Con- it's nothing wrong with working at a McDonald's or Burger King or Jack and I'm using those places as an example. But what if you decide, hey, I don't want to just work. I want to own one of these places. What do it take the basic skills? Show me the other side of management. What do you do to order the food? Who's the, who's the vendor to order the food? How much food do I need to order on a given day? 
for a week, for a month. Show me all these things here and let me be able to take uh, uh, take responsibility of this here. Maybe I can open up a business with the proper teaching and the right guidance. You know, yes, man, I, I live on the street and I did all these things. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know, Louis. I think, uh, you know, like, uh, it's one of the reasons why I was trying and I'm trying to establish this, uh, this little rally we're going to have. Uh, I want to try to. What's the, uh, wait, wait, brother, hey, what's the purpose of this rally? Talk to us about it. You know, because when you said a lot of things today, you, we want to start rap. What is the purpose of it? And then after so we're saying done, what are we going to go from now? We're trying to connect to the youth because we don't want to lose our youth. Okay, in we order to connect to what we need to do. A, we, need to, we need to get some people that, that's, that, have, that are positive thinkers and positive connector binding people that that know how to grow mentally and physically people uh, help help them grow help people grow but not only just to talk to them and then later later we don't see them no more for about three or four more months you know we need we need somebody to get them to get them to go in a program that on Saturdays we can get with me and say, man, you need me to go somewhere with you? I'll go with you. I'll teach you how to be a carpenter. I'll teach you how to be a, 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 a any any kind of special trade that I have. You need a little tutoring. I don't mind giving my free time on this weekend. You know, I can give it to this boy. He said he want to be somebody. You know? But I asked him for payment. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I'm talking about. Give out what God has given you. Give back to the people that what God has given you. Give back the pass the talent and the skill that God has given you to your to our youth. Give them something to live on. Give them something they can build a future on so they can pass to their kids. So there won't be so many fatherless kids on the street and, and disillusioned children walking around sagging and acting crazy and then they get in the gangs when somebody else showed them love. They get all bound together with each other and basically they say, Well, I want some new tennis shoes, I want gold, I wanna be flashy. I ain't got time to go to college. I gotta have money right now. You know? And basically that's what it is. They're trying to portray an image that they see, like I was saying on these rap songs. You know, you see these kids doing, and you see these guys walking around. It's go, you know. I go. I'm gonna go back a little bit. Go back a little bit. I remember when rap music first mostly was like uh, they had this period where everybody wanted all the newest Jordans. Everybody wanted the newest Jordans. Everybody wanted the uh, flashy shirts and tire, you know what I'm saying? Tires on the cars, and then they start jacking people for it. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That's, yeah. They start they start robbing you and shooting you. Everybody they had these big gold necklaces on, and they started. And you can find out what number material stuff. It could be easily taken from you, and your life could be taken from. You. But babe, that didn't matter. What were they searching for? You're trying to show that you're successful or you are somebody. I am somebody. Even though I live in the ghetto, even though my mom and dad are not together, my grandmama raised me. You know, uh, I don't I don't have nobody to look up to. I've been raised myself. I've been feeding my own self, man. I don't care, man. I don't care about nobody. You know? And that's the attitude they got. We need some people that get work one day or two days out the week and just basically find some of these kids and bond with them and show and try to keep them 
from going down to that place and come back crazy, hard, and criminals, you know, for the rest of their lives until something tragic happens to them and they're not no longer with us anymore. You know? So oh, that's so true. That. That's so true. I'm, I'm glad you explained that, though, Brother Damon. As we said, we uh, you know putting together a different program. We want to know the genesis of it, you know, uh, because everything has a genesis. I'm talking about any beginning and a, um, Basically, it's, and it's, a point it's, it's of a two-way ending. Thing. Point not of only for the you, but also for the people that are homeless also, because most of the time you are going to be the older homeless people nowadays. It's a cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The older guys you see, they used to be productive people when they were young, but the world was just, they just couldn't, they just couldn't do the do. This, you remember that movie about, they had, uh, about uh, the Eddie Murphy, about they had this guy on the line that can't get it right. He just can't seem to get it right. He just can't seem to get it right. And basically, once they get in that world, we end up just going down. You taking a trip? You go in the coal field. You want to? You go down. You go down here. You go down there. You keep it trying to come back. You're going back. You're going back. Boy, you looking around? They're fifty years old, Joey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I know, man. Then they want to know what time went by. You know how time went so by. That's one reason why I'm uh, involved in the jail and juvenile ministry because I noticed some time ago in the street ministry that I will. Our young people was going from juvenile to jail, and then eventually they end up on the street. Juvenile jail, prison street. It was a vicious cycle. And God have called us that are strong, those that endure, those that are committed to help break that chain of addiction, break that, that cycle. You know, uh, you know, we don't want to go through cycles because we all go through cycles. In order to do that, you have to have something to intervene in that, in that, in that cycle to, to kind of break that. That flow, and that's what it is when you're catching a young man that is going as a juvenile. If you can intervene in his life, you catch a man that has been going in jail, you can kind of intervene and provide if they want that, providing that you have something to share with them. Beside, uh, you know, uh, uh, beside life skills, share God with them, share Christ, and then uh, share life skills with them. So, brother, we know how things going. You know, Brother Day, I use stuff in the Bible because I do uh, uh, Bible teaching and I share messages at various times. And in the Bible, they had a man named Samson. And they said that this man was ordained by God. He had a special calling in his life, but he could not receive that calling because he could not see. I share with men sometimes they need to pray that God would open their eyes up. That they can see his hand at work in his life. Open their ears and they can hear what God has to say. Allow them to be the person that God wants them to be. And I talked to them about how Samson had pursued the things of this world. He pursued the lust of this world. He pursued the pleasure of this world. He pursued all the glimmer and gold of this here world. I'm talking about in a, in a fleshly sense. You know what he was put. They used Delilah, but it was more than Delilah. It was the, it was the thing of the world. He was drinking. He was gambling. He just was just enjoying everything that this here sinful world had to offer. But yet he had a special calling in his life. And you no, know, brother Daniel, think about Samson. Samson pursues that stuff until it overwhelmed him. And he got captivated by all those things. He got blinded by those things. He was being drove by those things. And then he was captured by those things. Sin will pursue you. Sin will capture you. Sin will blind you. But glory be to God that he don't leave you. Mm. You know? And Samson, like yeah. we all, man. And Samson is a, is, a, is a prelude of what the world has to offer. The world say, hey, come on, go with me, and I give you the money. I give you the resources. I give you that notoriety. And you're blinded by those things. And you're captured by those things. And then you've been drove on a day-to-day basis by those things. You know, and so I share with our young men that we have to break that cycle. But God is still in charge. Even though you may have went through some things or you may have lost a lot of stuff along the way, God is still in charge. Yeah. And I think that, uh, brother, I can't hear you. you got a little music in the background, brother. You got something going on. I, I think, can't hear you. I think that sometimes when uh, 
we look we were looking at the people that run our our community. I think it's time for them to start standing up too. Uh, what you know, uh, we got a lot of political people, and they're put in different spots. And now I believe they're getting put in up in a spot because it's time for them to to, to help out or do something. Not only just get on TV and make uh, 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 interviews, you got to go out in the field. You know, you got to get out there and get your hands dirty. You know, you go out there and meet the people, talk to the people, they'll believe in you. But if you sit in your office all day and don't ever come out and just, just well, I do, we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that. You know, it was a guy this last night was telling me on, on my job last night, Reverend Lewis, he was telling me, man, if you keep going to South Dollars, you're going to get killed. <laughs> yeah, Reverend Lewis, he told me that. I said, I said well, well, uh, he can. I grew up in South Dallas. <laughs> I know, I know half the kids and half the kids' parents, and, uh, and I went to school in South Dallas. Why well, I'm gonna be? And God don't give me the spirit of fear. You know what I'm saying? And this man right here is in church. Yeah, and, and, and that's how people don't understand, man. And sometimes God have this color. You did. That's where you grew up at. And and so some people the. Uh, they just don't understand these things. But them that are strong. No, I, too, I put it like that, too. You have to the families like of the week, though, Ricky. You have to let him know that, hey, you can uh, go to wherever these places are, but you don't have to be a part of these places. You know, in South Dallas. Yeah, Dallas, what I told him, too. I you know, said, certain people, to make a you stay Dallas. away from them. Yeah. And most of these incidents, let me tell you what's happening. Some of these incidents are happening. These people are... Fighting the battle between each other. It's a personal, personal vendetta yeah. they have with each other. This person did this other person wrong, and basically, like you said, they don't want nobody to do them wrong. If you do me wrong, man, you're gonna have to pay for it because I got a rep. I got a reputation. I got to uphold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's it. so true. You know. And, and it's real wicked the way people think like that. But what I'm saying that half of these incidents are happening either it's, it's either gang related or just between two people basically disagreeing with each other. And if you look at the media, see, I uh, I studied media, the media, a long time ago, and I understand that whenever you put things on the internet. Whenever you put things on TV, it goes out there and it never comes back. If it comes back, it's going to be distorted and it's going to be ten, 10 different versions of what you heard. You see <laughs> that? <laughs> that is so no, true. You don't so heard true. that before, have you? Brother it's going to be 10 different versions. Brother Zay, you need to do a station break right here. You'll listen to Free on the Inside, uh, a weekly internet program to inform you, encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you can be. I'm your host, Mr. Joe Lewis, and we have our co-host on the line here, Brother Richard Daniel. We have an open mic today, and we just discussing the plight of our country, the plight of the community, the plight of the world, and what we can do as born-again believers to interject in the lives of our young men, women, young and old to help change a life in Jesus' name. I love that because I didn't do this overnight. I didn't get here by myself. Brother Daniel helped change my life. I pray that I helped change his life. And you, you, you have helped change the life of, of myself and probably your family and your friends and loved ones. So don't take this thing for granted. Don't take it for granted. Yes, you can make a difference. Uh, the call-in number again is 310-982-4126. And I have Brother Daniel on the line here. And we have a very lively and uplifting conversation about making a difference in the lives of people, God people. And we pray that you that and it's encouraging you to go a little further, go a little higher in the Lord. Brother Daniel. Yeah. As we are we're yeah. we halfway through our program here and this this been a great show for me. You know, uh, we don't have a guest today, but we've been having some great guests in the past and we're looking forward to what's what uh the new year or what this year or the remainder of this year gonna bring us. Uh next month in August 
we're doing our annual luncheon at Dallas Life, man. That's, we've been doing that for like 10 years, man, and I love that, man, because it, it gives us an opportunity to uh, to go back and minister to God's people and bring other people along and, and, and encouraging them. And Dallas Life is a great uh, uh, shelter it's for men, women, and family shelter. They have life skill courses. I mentor down there. Uh, once a week, and my wife mentored down there, and they always need mentors and volunteers. Uh, I encourage anyone that wants to volunteer, uh, you know, uh, call up some of these shelters. They all are looking for volunteers, and you too could be a part of changing someone's life. And then also, Brother Daniel, listen to this very carefully. A lot of times we encounter people that need places to stay. We encounter people that need food. Yes, I can, I can give you some for, uh, something for right now, buy you a sandwich or give you a meal. But what about later on tonight? What about in the morning? Well, how are you going to sustain those places that are, in, that are already embedded in doing these type of things? So I encourage you, tell somebody about a shelter. Because guess what? It won't kill them. It'll make them better. And if God be in it, if God be about it, surely it's going to do you some good. These shelters have a lot of things to offer. They're more than what they used to be just a a bed and eat type place. And now they have drug recovery programs. They have life skill courses. They have anger management. They have job readiness. So I encourage you to get involved in a shelter that has some other resources and get your life, get your life together. Brother Daniel, I love that, man. I, I look forward to you coming down if you if you can to be a part what of this year. What day is that, Rem Lewis? What's the day? lunch. August the 24th from 8.30 to 1 o'clock. And we have uh, different people coming down there at different times. So we have, we, I like to do them in three waves. Uh, the first wave is preparation, and then the serving, and then the cleaning up afterwards. So come on out, spend a half an hour to an hour with us, and, and then go on and enjoy the balance of your day. And then you too can have that sense of God is doing something mightily in your life and in the life of the people that you encounter. On that day, yeah. not only just sounds like yeah. Amen, amen. I wish we could get other people to call. I wish get somebody coming in this discussion that we got today, Reverend Lewis. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I believe that God had put me and you in a position to do. He gave this. He gave this blog talk show for us basically to. Uh, to address some of the issues that basically I, I think that most people really want to talk about, but they don't want to be uh, they don't want to be uh, too uh, too aggressive. They don't want to see like they're they're uh, oddballs or you a real. Uh, I said this while ago. I'm 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 kind of raw about some of the things that I talk about because. I lived through all this different time, Reverend Lewis. You know, we all, man, both of us, we lived through all this stuff. I remember when they first brought drugs to South Dallas and how all this bad stuff happened, and it just took over that pretty neighborhood that we see right now. We go over there every every day. You know that? You remember how yeah. those streets over there on South Boulevard used to look? They had nice apartments. They had had nice stores down there, and all the stores start disappearing, and, and the minyards start disappearing. You don't have nowhere over there to buy food and no kind of relatives. But then they start bringing all the liquor stores over there, and they start bringing all these mom and pop uh, Korean stores over there. They're taking us out of business. We couldn't find no businesses. We couldn't find no jobs. And when a man can't feed himself, you know, yeah. When a man can't feed himself, he gonna steal. Yeah. And do bad and, things. I'm not making excuses for him. Yeah. And, and, you I'm know, not and, making and excuses, but but it's it's a fact. Yeah, yeah, it's a fact. And that's why it's important to give back, brother Daniel. Once you've been uh, re, once you got yourself together, reach out and, and, and help somebody if possible. Sometimes people don't want it, but God will lead you to the right person. I'm very uh, I'm very sincere about that, man, because somebody helped me. Man, I was messed up on the flow up, and, you know, my story, boy, it's, it's heart-wrenching. I even think, cry when I think about it. But I thank God that he 
brought people into my life like yourself and, and other people that I uh, that I've met along the way because everybody has something to contribute to it, to our story. And this is our story. And I'm talking about a story of being restored until they led you to Jesus. Because God sent people in your mm-hmm. life, man. You ordered our steps. You know, they said, God ordered my steps. Your steps may have been ordered by the thing that you encountered. Maybe it was, it was ordered my steps when I lost that job. It didn't do me no good. Maybe it ordered my steps mm-hmm. when I, me and my family separated because I wasn't being beneficial to the family or myself. God ordered those mm-hmm. steps. You know, and then we look back over it now and we say, wow, God, this is what you're trying to get me to. And then guess what? If God does it, if he could do that for you, surely he could do it for someone else. I look at it even deeper than that, Reverend Lewis. I remember when I first, uh, I was going to college when I was young. And I was, I went to school when I was 17 years old. I went to I went to college, and I, and I turned 18 when I was down there. But I was a young man, and I was pushed into a position that I really didn't understand. So I started learning things. I started seeing things. And then basically, God put me in a position, and he told me he was going to teach me and show me but I'm not going to give it to you right now, you know. And so over the years, my life kept winding into a, uh, I would say like I was just like turning the engine. I was going around in circles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was stuck in a position, and I never understood why would God have me do put, put around here. I'm in the same high school that I graduated from, Bram Lewis. I worked at the same high school. I'm educated. I'm smart. But here I am right now. I'm working on a custodian job. And every time I try to talk to people, they say, yo, you're a smart man, all right? And then they will, well, they keep on going. All right, I go in the band room. I go in there and I teach the kids how to play. I show them about music. I show them things. The guy just said, say, man, you about smart as my band teacher. You could be the band teacher. You know? And I kept thinking, I said, Lord, what's, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? So all this went on for years. And, and, and finally, God showed me, I'm trying to mold you and purge you and show you that you can't do nothing without me. You know what I'm saying, Rem Lewis? I oh, tried to do it on my own, in my own. But once I lived down and I told God to come in my life, and, and, and I'll never go, I, I, I never forget you. I'll never forget you. I'd always, I always pray you. I always teach people about Lord God, my God, Jesus. I always show them, no matter what I'm doing, when I'm doing wrong, I ask God to forgive me. You know, that's so true, brother Daniel. You know what I'm saying? That you got to have God. You know, we can't do nothing apart from God, brother. You know, that that is so true. You know, brother Daniel, we're getting ready to get on out of here, man. We got a few more minutes, man. Man, this has been a great show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in, man, for lending your voice to the program. Again, that calling number is at 310-982-4126. Please make note of that number and call us whenever you get a chance. Uh, you can always email me at uh, joellewis50 at yahoo.com. You can, uh, you can uh, Facebook me at uh, uh, joellewis, uh, Facebook joellewis, and then also Facebook free on the inside. So please reach out and let us come together and help change the life of a young, a young person. You know, Brother Daniel laid out some, he laid down a platform. He said, hey, man, we got to quit just meeting and, and talking about stuff and be about something. I like that, I like that, I like that. We need some people that are committed, man. It goes further than this. Well, you know, you get your hands about it, but I want you to be about it. I want you to be yeah. about it. You know, as I tell yeah. our young man over at that garden, you know, I say, hey, brother, you got to take ownership of this garden. I'm over here just a couple times a, a month, but you're here every day, so you need to take care of this garden. Don't let it die. I said, think of it as a child. Your child needs nourishment. Your child needs water. Your child needs cleaning. Your child needs tender 
uh, uh, loving Carol. And life is like that, brother. You get a job. You got to nourish that job. You got to take care of that job. If you get a career, you got to nourish that career. You got to take care of that career. And you got to make that career beneficial to you. And whatever you do, just in a relationship, that garden is the foundation of your relationship. And it's strong. One said, uh, be like that tree planted by that stream of water. Oh, man, I love that. That means that water is moving. That water is flowing. That water has life. That flow of water. Mm. And it, and, it, and that tree will bring about its fruit in due season. Brother Daniel, you and I have a due season. Like you said Amen. earlier, we have a due for a certain season. It's going to be a time that it ain't going to be beneficial to you and me and everyone else. A due season. So while we still have the activities of our arms, legs, and eyes, and, and whatever we have control of at this moment, let us do it unto the, to the Lord. Let us be beneficial. Let us be fruitful. Let us be a blessing to someone. Because we got to have you. We got to have Jesus, brother. Amen. And so what I'm saying now, like you told me, uh, if anybody wants to help out, with us on this program we're going to have. I want you to call us or email Reverend Lewis and give your addresses and basically what you're volunteering, what you want to do, what y'all want to do to help that day because it's going to be a wonderful uh, presentation we're going to have. I plan to have a lot of speakers. Uh, we're going to probably have a spark for, you know, like a lot of people don't understand. God is a funny person too. <laughs> God, God likes for you to have comedy. You know, he don't want you to laugh. He don't want you to be sad all the time. You know what I'm saying? So you got comedians yeah. that's, that's 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 proper. They don't cuss and they don't, but they can you know can, they can make you laugh too. I want some comedians to come out there. Somebody can make the people laugh instead of being sad all the time. You know? Yeah. And it's the same thing about music. Music makes you happy. Music, uh, I'm sure you know that you was talking about Jesus. You think Jesus was at this wedding? You think they were just uh, praying? All uh, they, they had the they had the little little songs that they uh they sung too, didn't they? They had all the songs set of Bible hymns they sung. They had uh, tribal songs that they they danced and sang by too. They was having fun that day. Oh, that's so, so true, brother. That's what you That's what yeah. the gospel's about, man. Having fun and bringing new life into an old situation, new perspective into something that seemed to be dead, man. Oh man, I love that, brother. I like that principle, brother. You saying to have fun in Jesus' name, but also have a vision. Yeah. I want the people to have a vision because they say, without a vision, we all shall perish. Rick, brother Daniel, thank you for your vision, brother. Thank you. Amen. So, and even if you go, hey, so, man, I, if, want, I want everybody to give us a call. Or just write us, write or email us, email us. Give us give your, your email address again, Rev. Lewis. Yeah. Oh, that, that email is joellewis50 at yahoo.com of, of Facebook, Free on the Inside uh, Ministry. Please write us and reach out to us and let us know what you would like to do to be a part of it. Uh, encourage us and share your vision with us concerning changing the life of a young man one a community. Brother Daniel, thank you for your vision. Don't lose don't lose uh, don't lose hope and faith in that vision cuz I'm going to hold on to it and if I see it slipping out of your hand, I'm going to grab you and we're going to hold on to this. Yeah, it's okay. supposed to be. Okay, All my right. name is uh Mr. Rick 20111 at hotmail.com. That's M R R I C K 20111 at hotmail.com. Give me your text. Let me All know right. what then you, you want to do. I, I would love to say please make use of it. Uh, I, I tell you what, this show is an archive in, in about another hour, so you can always pull it up. It's got the date assigned to it. It's uh, show number 76219. 76-219 is the show number, so please uh, log back on if you have an opportunity. You, it's, it's up 24-7, so you can listen to it at your leisure. Brother Daniel, we're getting on out of here. We got a uh, a great day ahead of us. Every day is a great day in the Lord. So I don't have anything special going on. I'm just going to enjoy the balance of this here time I have with my family. And, Brother Daniel, you enjoy your day with your family also. I will. I will. I will. I will. Brother, I will. Would you like to find the word of prayer today? 
Amen. Heavenly Father, as we settle out today, as we go forth in this bright and beautiful day, we ask you to protect those who have suffered down in California from that massive earthquake. We want you to guide and protect the people out there today, help them and strengthen them and show them that you are the way and you are the light. Also, we want you to protect the people of Dallas, Texas. Pull us together and show us the way. Help us make us strong and the people of the world. Help our youth. Show them that Jesus Christ is the only way. It's not violence. It's not killing. It's not destruction. It's not getting mad at each other. It's all about love. Love for your fellow man. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that you pull, pull the people together. Show them love. Show them the proper love. Show them the real love, which is love in Jesus Christ. Because if you love Jesus, you can't hate nobody. Amen. Amen. God bless you, that brother Daniel. Enjoy the balance of your day. Again, you'll listen to free on the inside uh, internet program to inform you how good God is, to encourage you, don't never give up on God, and to go out and make a difference in the life of God's people. And God, in turn, will make a difference in your life. Enjoy the balance of your day. Looking forward to being back with you again in seven days, Lord permitting, at the same time with a great topics and more words of encouragement. God bless you, Brother Daniel. God bless your listening audience. Enjoy your day. Be free on the inside.